Well, hello there, and welcome back to Black O'Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Clickbait, the miniseries on Netflix. Episode two, we focus on the detective, at least how he made detective, written by Tony Arez and Christian White, directed by Emma Freeman. I gave this episode a 9.4 out of 10. I'm still really loving this show. So Mimi was not playing around when she said it was uh, damn good. And I am, at the end of this episode, I was really curious to get into the next one. I was like, fuck, when am I going to episode three next week? No. But yeah, I can't wait. I'm probably going to write notes and watch it beforehand because I don't think I can wait. I need to get to the life. So we pick up with the discovery of the van that confirms the videos were recorded in this place but nick is nowhere to be found even though his dna is in there pia is updating mom on the phone as he handles the press looking for answers uh they'd be trashing people like they don't know what they're doing the police like they're doing their job and i'm not i'm not by no means (laughs) a law enforcement advocate however I think they only doing they're doing as much as they can for what is happening. Homicide is taking over the case with Deluca thinking Amir is valuable for nothing other than driving the wife home after the interview. He browses her Facebook page, then drives her home when they're asking her questions because he's kept outside of the room. With assurances that they will find Nick, but she is concerned about the horrid things people are saying about her husband online. I love every time they brought up valid concerns. What are you going to do about the website? What are you going to do about the press? What are you going to do about the horrible things people are saying online, even though there's nothing to be done about that? You know, the answer was always (laughs) (laughs) non-committal. We're working on it, but we never knew what they were actually working on. They are harassed by reporters into her home where she is still very much the stoic woman. I really like the shot of her looking in the mirror and then she seeing um, Amir looking at her because he's assessing her reaction to things. But she does disregard the shoes rule, considering all the people in her home are just stomping through. But he was kind for trying to take them off. Like, let me be a little bit respectful here. That was one of the few things I loved in this scene that were very subtly played. You know, because everyone else is stomping through, not giving the respect or due that this is someone's home. And yet he immediately, as a brown person to another black person, would understand that consideration for their floor. And it's real. I mean, you don't go to too many black people's homes, at least that I know, where they got good carpet and you were not allowed to put have those shoes on. Absolutely not. What he needs to stop doing, though, is trying to make hard eyes at Pia, who is returning them like her brother might not be dead. But I think she's just utilizing the tools that are given to her, and she knows how to play them dicks. Mom and Sophie try to locate his passport, but he doesn't have it. She becomes frazzled that they seem to be suspecting them going through their garden, like what the fuck is supposed to be in the trees in that bush. While I understand you have to be thorough, If you are 
you know, going through the motions. Like, I'm looking for my husband. He ain't in the fucking bush. <laughs> I don't see how this is helpful. He follows Amir, that is, Pia out while smoking. And he tells her he'll be able to keep her in the loop if she keeps him involved in the case. Since DeLuca basically said, go home. He finds Ethan has his dad's old tablet when he hears it pinging. Where people are geonicking to look for the body for dubious and disgusting reasons. People are sick fucks and this episode definitely gave a uh, huge room for the showcasing of that. <laughs> because people do have a tendency to chase that salacious gossip to the point of personal involvement. Because A, misery likes company, and P, uh, the human species are some judgmental fucks. It's probably why it's a commandment. <laughs> but any person that's a person with a soul know that this man, whatever is going on, this man has children. Have some fucking restraint. Plus, that would never appeal to me to go on. No, I've, I've heard of celebrities going through stuff, and I still, I'm like, no. I'm not saying it ain't likely I, I you know, if there's a tweet, I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. But that's about as far as I have in my energy to give to someone I don't know and don't care about, to be quite frank. Amir assures his father is fighting to get back to him, but Ethan wants to be left alone. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping. He then takes the evidence he collected to his boss, who doesn't think vigilantes contaminating crime scenes is that impressive, but doesn't find interest, or does find interest, in the text indicating marital problems or secrets that the wife might be keeping, just because she's not as emotional. I hate, ooh. I swear to God, the way people have a mm, tendency to judge how black women react is so absurd. He gets to remain on the case and act surprised like he didn't totally get the sister to make him the liaison. And we find out what his motives are. It's revealed that he has been passed over several times to join Homicide. He is told to go home by DeLuca instead of help interview Matt because he doesn't want to pay him overtime and you have been at work for 20 hours. That sounds fairly reasonable. But instead of just doing that, he decides he wants to be a petty bitch and hands over the device and tells him that his team missed it. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Sure, one may make the case that DeLuca was being passive-aggressive, but since day one of this case, when DeLuca was brought in as his superior, he was overstepping. Like, oh, I don't think that you need to be, oh, I'm going to put you in the sitting room. Like, no, you completely have been an ass running roughshed, and I, for one, was not <laughs> in his corner and I was really ha happy when DeLuca kind of put him back in his place. Because I, I didn't see, I saw the passive aggressiveness, but it was deserved. He joins the geonicking in search of the body and runs into two kids in the woods who thought this would be fun. Come to the ghetto, motherfucker. If you think that seeing bodies in the street is 
just so cool. I mean, who? who this is middle class America when y'all ain't got shit to do. Ain't got no worries living in a blanket bubble. <laughs> so I y'all into them hardcore fucking drugs. Us for depressing reasons like poverty, <laughs> racism, yada, yada, yada. Yours for pure boredom. I'm judging a certain part of America, not all of America. Okay, don't take don't take offense if it ain't you. <laughs> he goes to mosque, then comes home to pressure from his parents about his promotion. Um, he gets suppositions about the case from his sister, who thinks that it's feminism revenge. And like all brown and black parents, anytime someone is in a position of any help, they always impositioning you. Uh, you work at uh, you work at McDonald's. Hook me up with some free shit. <laughs> you work at the BMV. Do my tags. You work for the police. Help me out. <laughs> he apparently also doesn't need sleep because he gets a call back to work. Sophie gives a statement to the press telling the kidnappers it's all a mistake and not to hurt Nick. She knows her husband is alive when one of them asks, is your husband dead? It's like, ooh, I hate the press sometimes. <laughs> not sometimes, a lot of the times. Because when it comes to this type of thing, there's no subtlety, do you think? Why are you asking me a fucking stupid ass question like that? No, I'm sitting here thinking the worst. And then the detectives beforehand show emotion. Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> She's like, well, you want me to perform? I'm sorry if I don't go melodramatic and hysterical for you. And that's the only way that you can ascertain what my feelings are. Why is she looking like that? And I was referring to Pia, who goes to see Amir and plays the message. She withheld because she knows her brother is not possible of what he's being accused of. And she's like, I have nothing to hide. I'm not sure what was going on in this particular case. Because she said, don't give it to him. But maybe because he's a liaison, she felt she had to. Whatever. He goes back to his sergeant once again that congratulates him on connecting more dots. To indicate a positive motive. Or possible motive. That's what I meant to say. And even isn't chastised for holding back that he messaged Pia on a dating app. Which is why he got the liaison position. Like, yeah, um, as long as you can be objective, I'm going to overlook the fact that you can't even brought concrete evidence and that you're close to the family and be able to get something from them before, you re before we realize that you had a prior relationship. That's very convenient. His earlier dating comes back to bite him when they expose photos of Woody all over the office. He confronts DeLuca like, why don't you fucking want me here? What's your issue? He automatically assumes it's because of his race. Like, you don't like because I'm Muslim? Why don't you fucking say it? And gets the attention of the entire department. I'm surprised the sergeant didn't butt out, but she was like, yeah, I'm going to let him handle this shit. Because clearly he don't understand the chain of fucking command. <laughs> and I was with DeLuca here. I could not for the life of me find a reason like if the show was trying to tell me that he was in the he was being victimized in any way i i completely lost it to look like it's clear that you aren't sharing information you um 
basically are doing this for the attention you're trying to get your next uh get your promotion you're not a team player everyone here has been working 24 hours you've been getting fucking information and you're just filtering it through my boss like i'm not your fucking superior officer <laughs> or anyone else in here you've been you've been standoffish you've been hard to work with <laughs> so why are you up in my face like what's my problem because he even said it beforehand like i know how to, i'm just sharing information on the case because i know how to do that you're being rude <laughs> i understand you want to be um in charge of this i get it i understand you want your work recognized i get that as well but you do that by working with the other people and stop trying to make them look bad and shame them uh, and he also tells him, don't fucking talk to me like that in case you forgot <laughs> that I am the chain of command. You work for me. You you and missing persons, motherfucker. He then goes in the restroom because he knew the minute he got cursed out that he was 100% factual. Then rejoins just as they find the crime scene where Nick's bike is located as well as a syringe and tire marks from the van. So they're like, here, we finally found some critical evidence. Yes, you're getting parts of the puzzle and you're building that rapport with the family. That is what the liaison is for. But you're supposed to bring that back to us so that we can help. Maybe this information can help us pinpoint more information to go on other than the small details that we do have. And if you have something more useful to add to the thing then maybe people are more receptive to your ideas just putting that out there it's called a uh, emotional intelligence amir goes to selfie's mother's ruby her home where everyone is holed up still being hounded by the press he updates them about the crime scene and asks to speak to sophie in private he asks if they have had any problems and he lied about being married because she's like have you been married because we've been having the regular married problems <laughs> it's like but you're not but then she gets fragile at the mention of an affair if her husband was having an affair and ends the conversation i got my eyes on you i don't know what she had in but it's something he goes to see pia about her fight with her brother because that's what sophie she's like she told you about that why would she never <laughs> you're the one that played the fucking voicemail why did you not think that those two things wouldn't be related she admits he came to the er with bruises the day before her birthday on his torso and went through some shit when he was younger having anger issues then she or he met sophie and his life turned around she gets a spotting and has him drive where this uh for geonicking and for some reason, someone thought it was funny to make a mannequin with his face on it by the docks with a crowd of cameras. And people are literally asking for a selfie. What? What the fuck? Y'all better hope there ain't a hell because a lot of people would be there. <laughs> and I'm talking about people who honestly think they wouldn't. He ends up finding where Nick was when he had the fight. Oh, wait, no, that was uh, later on. After he takes her back home, he offers to be that night, like call me anytime, any day. Except she got a white man waiting for him that she invites upstairs. <laughs> what is his name? 
I don't know, but he always looks suspect to me. I don't know what's going on with him. Matt, is that what his name is? Stop trying to be Captain Save-A-Ho. She is messy, and she will latch onto one branch into the next branch. You are nothing but a branch to her to utilize. Then he ends up fighting where Nick was when he had that fight at Rogue's Bar by, you know, pinpointing his location. Still isn't communicating, and this is what his wife meant by, I hope this career is worth me and your child when he saw her earlier. He's got a kid named Ari. At the bar, he finds footage of Nick getting into it with some unknown man. With the bartender recalling he had to toss both out. I laughed that he had to take the whole entire system like a copy. Dude, this stuff is on DVD. <laughs> he asked Pia to meet him at the station. Ethan got a friend that he's hiding because he's been talking to someone and he's not telling anyone who that is. Why? This is the thing that makes me lose a little respect for him. And I do mean Amir. He finds this footage, says I need to, you know tap your mind about something and, and he doesn't ask any questions he's like so this is the person that might have took your brother so there's hope that the last words you said to your brother or your brother said to you to get out of his life you know maybe just maybe you don't have to feel bad about that and i'm like dude are you still really i mean all of his pride he's been more eager to impress her than the wife of the person that's missing that has his children while he is making promises he really should not be making I mean, he was really putting it on thick. We're going to find him. I know he's alive. Da, 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 da. The more seasoned detective ain't fooled that they are looking for a dead body. He is able to convince DeLuca by eliminating places on the geo-nicking app, the best place for them to search. But damn, if they find him, those geo-nicking nickers. <laughs> Before Amari, who is shocked. To see a corpse before him because he was chasing the angle of the story where he gets to be the hero instead of following procedure protocol things that deluca threw in his face that he doesn't seem to comprehend so i felt some kind of indication that he had to walk his ass to the princess the fairy princess house even had to, had to <laughs> introduce himself as detective i forgot his last name and tell this child that yes your brother is dead and i shouldn't have been making the promises he went home cried in the shower himself at least he got his promotion and is congratulated by everyone at the precinct it did seem rather undeserved that everyone would be congratulating him in this manner because he did nothing to change his selfish ways however going through the wife's socials is the man with the same shirt that attacked nick I am curious to know what she is hiding i don't think it's anything evil and nefarious however <laughs> we do have like five episodes left so i i've been wanting to get her reaction I'm rather sad it's taking this it, us this long but i'm sure we're gonna get a big chunk of the mystery of who killed nick now that we know nick is indeed dead if you want to send feedback for the next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. 
Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, Harry's, back of magic.